0: Hello and welcome to the Art of Health podcast, where we will dive deep into the art of unlocking your true potential and transforming your health aesthetics and performance. I'm your host Marie Steffen, health and fitness coach with over a decade of experience in this field. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my personal best tips, valuable insights and the wisdom gained from coaching thousands of people just like you. Hey guys and welcome to the first English episode of What Would Marie Do? which I will be releasing in every second episode of this podcast and where I'm giving one of my listeners question my best advice for their situation. So if you can't reach your fitness goal, send me a DM or email with the subject What Would Marie Do? and give me some information about your current situation and maybe your diet history or your activity and sport history so that i can address your question in one of my next episodes to help you and others that have a similar problem for today i chose olga's question which is hey marie thank you for your great content i'm pretty sporty and work out according to the following schedule once per week i do crossfit two times reforma pilates and three times per week running 6 to 12K for a half marathon. I still have a small belly and my body is not as firm and toned as I wish it to be. I'm just not getting rid of my belly fat. I wonder what my optimal deficit calories are to lose the last bit of fat. I don't know how much I should eat to keep my performance high and to lose fat. I'm 31 years old, weigh 56 kilos, and I am one meter and 73 centimeters tall. Thanks a thousand times, Olga. Thank you, Olga, for your question and for your trust. So it seems like you're in a conflict with your goals. One is aesthetic-based, losing fat specifically on your belly, and the other is performance-based, accomplishing a half marathon. And maybe you have some other sport specific performance goals that you didn't mention. In general, you can achieve both goals at once. Let's say you want to get better at running and lose fat from starting at 90 kilos body weight and a higher body fat percentage down to 80 kilos. Then you can accomplish both at a higher chance. But the more advanced your performance and aesthetics goals are, the more difficult it would be to achieve both high-level goals simultaneously. The higher or more advanced the goals, the more specific your approach has to be and the higher the likelihood of them interfering with each other in a negative way. For your scenario, this means to lose your last little bit of belly fat, a caloric deficit over a long enough time is required because the body gets rid of the stubborn areas lastly. But a caloric deficit always risks a decrease in performance at some point. In your case, in your half marathon training. So it's possible to manage both goals, but it's difficult. And I'm saying this so you are aware of this and won't get frustrated. I did achieve a high performance goal and fat loss with my client, who is an Olympian heptathlete, and she already had a very sporty physique. But in her sport, the athletes have to be as light as possible to perform even better, but they also have to be as fueled as possible. And I want to tell you real quick about our approach to give you an idea what this required for her. We went into moderate deficit in her strength training focused phase, which then allowed us to keep her at maintenance calories in her specific and higher volume sprinting and running phases. But this required a close relationship and daily updates about her performance, weight, hunger level, digestion, sleep and so on, so that I could adjust her macros as needed in each situation. So my recommendation for you is not to go into a deficit at the end of your half marathon prep and I also wouldn't suggest going into a deficit by yourself during the whole prep which would risk burnout and injuries. What I would do are the following two steps. Step one is staying at maintenance calories through your marathon training. And if you don't know where your maintenance calories are, you can use my app, which adjusts those weekly so that you will maintain your chosen weight range. And what I would also do is change your training besides your half marathon training. All the training you're doing right now is not specifically designed to change your body composition. One-times CrossFit won't move the needle in terms of building muscle. You can certainly build muscle with CrossFit, but the frequency is a not high enough and b a CrossFit class can mean a lot of things. For example, some people do 40 minutes of technique and then a 10-minute word afterwards in which they scale every exercise. That won't build muscle effectively, if I'm really honest with you. And reformer Pilates is also not designed to build muscle in the most efficient way. Yes, you target your core, hip flexors, and flexibility is a good component. And I love Pilates, but I think there is something crucial missing in your plan. A well-designed strength training plan with built-in progressive overload means the right frequency sets reps and the exercises that will lead to muscle growth. And don't worry about getting bulky. Some women are afraid of gaining muscle too fast. But if that happens, let me know, because building muscle requires months and years of hard work. And I think I'm a good example to show that you probably won't get bulky. So why should you build muscle? Because it will allow you to burn more calories throughout the day it would change your body composition meaning the relationship between muscle mass and body fat and your body fat distribution it will be easier for you to see those lower abs and get rid of this last bit of belly fat but not only that strength training is a component any runner should do for joint stability, posture and balanced strength which has a positive impact on your running technique as well so by strength training i mean complex movements like squats deadlifts shoulder press etc but also functional exercises unilateral exercises like lunges single leg deadlifts single arm rows rotations etc that stabilize your knees ankles and train your core to benefit your running workouts and if you're searching for a strength training workout my new workout membership program hybrid body will provide that for you you get access to continuous programming for workouts that contain strength mobility endurance and skill components and you will get a direct chat towards me if you have any questions in english or german so if you want to know more about what the membership contains, just click on the link in the description below or in the show notes if you don't watch this video on YouTube, but you might listen to it on any other platforms. And in case you do and don't know that I have a video podcast, feel free to play my episodes on YouTube so that you can watch and listen to me, which also supports my channel a lot. All right, let's move on with the second step for you, which is going into a moderate deficit after your half marathon. You can still run once or twice per week, but it probably won't be your focus at this point and therefore more manageable to keep your hunger levels moderate and still make progress in the gym. And regarding your question about the right caloric intake for you, I would aim for 15 to 20 percent of your current maintenance calories. That means At the point in time, you start the deficit. But if you don't want to guess, let the Art of Health app do the math. And the longer you work with the app, the better it gets to know your body and can give you the best caloric recommendations. Another factor to look at that shouldn't be neglected is your protein intake. Also, runners need sufficient protein. And I suggest a minimum of 1.6 grams per kilogramme of body weight as a general guideline. But if you're working with my app, it will tell you the optimal amount for your body, activity level, age and other factors that play into the specific protein recommendation. And lastly, and this is something I'm saying a lot, but that people forget and has the biggest impact on your life is sleep. Aim for minimum 8 hours of sleep per night to ensure optimal recovery and the best performance results. And finally, I encourage you to document your progress by taking before photos at the beginning of your journey and follow up with new photos every month. So all these steps should lead you to your goal to maximize on performance and lose stubborn belly fat. Olga, I hope this guidance serves you well in achieving your goals and I would love to hear from you and how my advice has helped you along the way. That wraps up our What Would Marie Do episode for this week. And if any other listeners have questions or need assistance, please don't hesitate to reach out. And remember, I'm here to support you on your health journey. So thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Art of Health podcast and i hope this episode was helpful for you as well if so you support me by subscribing to this channel and sharing this episode with your friends followers or family and leaving a positive rating for the podcast allows me to create more valuable content for you that being said stay motivated strong and flexi and remember that you have the power to transform your body and performance